If you're like us, you understand that real estate can be a huge asset for yourself. But do you ever wonder why real estate companies haven't changed in over decades? And why real estate companies haven't let agents be partners with them, but instead there's always somebody at the top making all the money? Or why some real estate companies thought that they were helping by offering flat fees or lowering splits, but while doing this, taking away all the value, leaving you on an island by yourself? These are some of the questions you should be thinking about. This podcast will show you how real estate agents like us have now created a model that would change the way real estate is done and how we different from the old set in their way real estate companies. We want to give you more time, freedom, and the life you truly deserve. So here are some new ideas and ways to have a great business while still having a life that you deserve. I'm Luke Beard, and this is my partner, Chad Dinky of The Great Way. Chad, how are you today, bud? Fired up. How are you doing, brother? Good, good. I'm really excited about today's uh, talk. You know, I want to talk about culture and, uh, uh, you know, just making sure people understand why culture is so important in a company and, and even in your own life, right? So there's, there's a lot of ways to create, you know, fans in your business. And, uh, you know, but the most thing to remember is when doing it is that, that you really stay true to your values and, 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 and you really create a following to help others. Because I think if we really help others and we really stay true to our values, that'll really in turn build the good business and, and, and really build a good life, you know? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I think that's, uh, I think honestly, that's the world starving for things like that. And they are, you know, you, 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 you look at, it is man. Cause you look at social media and, you know, people are afraid to post things and then they post things on some things and to get ridiculed and attacked. And, and so then they just keep their mouth shut. And, and really, you know, there's a fine line, I guess, in the business we're in where what you should post and what you shouldn't post and what arguments you get into. Right. But really you got to make, make sure you're still, you know, sticking to your, to your core value and, 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 um, and, you know, find that culture that, that, that created your business or creates your lifestyle or creates your, the, you know, your, you and, and, and really stick on that path. Cause I think a lot of us just get sidetracked because with social media and, and media and, and everything else, and even people that sometimes we hang out with, they just start to convince you the things that you think are cultural or, and, and the things that you believe in aren't right. And that doesn't do you any good. You know, that's just, that's just a, a, a plan for failure, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, you got to know who you are and just, and just stick with it because it, you know, if you are what you are and you, and you change your ways, I mean, it's just going to end up, uh, you know, brandishing who you are on the inside and outside. Right. And so it, it's just a slippery slope. Um, you know, nobody ever wakes up one day and says, Hey, I'm going to be an alcoholic, you know, or, Oh, I'm going to be a heroin addict or a cocaine addict. I mean, it usually farts, it starts with one, one small step and then it's, it's a progression over time, you know, and it's the same thing like, uh, you know, walking a mile Well, you start with one step and before you know it, you're at a mile. And so you just have to watch again, what you hang around, because if those are your core values, you just have to, you have to stick with them because otherwise you start deviating from them and you you know, it's just like a uh, business. If you're running your business tight and then you start running it loosely and then you're wondering why you're losing business. It, this is like, this is what happened to all those shows like bar rescue and all stuff. These people open up these great bars, they're rocking and rolling. They're like, Oh, I was making, I mean, huge amounts of money. And then it's like, 
they stopped doing what was working. Well, what was working? Well, they had a new place that was vibrant. You know, people showed up and what they stopped doing, they stopped like keeping a new place. They have ratted down, run down bars, like, you know, rats. They got uh, places of pigsty. They got flies, like all kinds of bugs. It's just like, and all of a sudden you're wondering why, like, oh, I, you know, it's all falling apart. Well, you got away from the one thing that was good. And in the beginning it was good. Like you were doing all these great things and now you aren't. And so you're wondering why it's falling apart. So you got to watch it, the progression and where it goes because uh, you can end up on a slippery slope and you might end up uh, calling uh, Mr. Tafter to come or rescue you. <laughs> That's right, man. And, and, and it's, it's funny you say that because it's true. A lot of people start good and they start with good intentions and they, they try to build a base and a, a good culture. And, and I think society and in different business mindset, they just start veering into a direction that, that doesn't, that's not good for you. It's not, it's not healthy for you. And you just get caught in the cycle of, of, of the world. Right. And so I think it's, you really need to, before you do anything and when you're building a business, you really need to work on your culture. And, you know, we've been in business a long time and, and that's one thing that, I, and it's not easy though, right? So building a culture for your company and then actually getting people to understand your culture and follow the, the culture is, is, is a whole nother talk, I guess, because it's, it's extremely hard to build a culture and then have people follow that culture if you're doing the wrong things, right? And so I know you sent me that article today of, um, of some books you were reading because you read a lot of books and stuff. And and you sent me that about Starbucks and that, and they, they kind of were, and I'll let you kind of tell the story, but I know the story, what, what I got out of what you sent me is, you know, they were going kind of really good and they were going down the right path and then their business took a toll. And why? Because they left their culture behind. And so now they're trying to recreate that culture again. And, and, and I know you sent me the article. So why don't you kind of touch on that a little bit, what you, what you got out of that? Yeah. So at the beginning, like you said, when he was, I forget uh, the CEO, he, he ran earlier this year, but he had a vision and, the, and they built it to where um, they were, you could smell the coffee beans and you like, there was just this atmosphere and people really liked it for the homely feel and everything. Right. It was something different. And they figured out a way to, also, they figured out a way for the average person to come back and want to spend time at their, at their place, right? That they found out that the average person would come back, I forget how many times a week, and actually sit down and work. And so they created this culture that embodied that. And that's what people loved about it. Well, as they started to get bigger, they, they started uh, prepackaging the beans so that they would be fresher. And they started doing all these things and corporatizing things, which sounded good on paper, right? right. But at the end of the day, it started to remove from the, the culture. And people recognize that, right? And they're like, well, it started to become more, more, more corporate and they lost the feel. And then the people responded, right? And that's the one thing that when you're off base, the people will respond. They got a hot, too high price on a house. Guess what? The people respond. You got a you got a place that's a dump. Guess what? The people respond with well, what? Low prices, right? Right. And if it's too high, they just don't show up. Well, that's, that's right. what started to happen at Starbucks. They lost vision, and then they people started to not show up because they didn't want you know that atmosphere. 
And so uh, he, he became CEO again and started a pivot. And um, that was, you know, that was back in the 2000s. And since then, they've probably even gone through a shift even, you know, since then. But the whole point was, is he said, look, we lost our culture. And so he was trying to, uh, you know, get that back. That's cool, man. Because, you know, not all companies are perfect and not all leaders are perfect and not all CEOs are perfect. And, and, and what happens is, when you're leading that ship or you're, you're, you're making these moves, you think it's for the better of the whole. And sometimes it's just not right. And I think it's always good to have your base. And we're going to talk about our base at great way here in a minute, but uh, you know, it's when you leave that base, things don't go the way they're supposed to go. You think they're, they're going to get better. And it's not that you you're leaving that base, but you just think that, Hey, everybody understands our base or our culture or our values. Right. And so you just assume everybody's going to keep following those and keep working towards that, but it just doesn't happen. And, and, and I think a lot of people forget that, that if that's your true value and your core base, you have to consistently stay on that no matter what else you do. Right. Yeah. And I think the key is here is it's so easy for us to want to expand and blow up, right. Grow overnight and do these things and go faster, go faster, grow faster. And the reality is, is um, and I always tell this to our agents here, is that the turtle won the race. And that's the key that consistency wins championships. Right. And so places that grow methodically and with a master plan and don't get caught up on answering to stockholders or answering to uh, numbers because the numbers look sexy and stuff. And the people that methodically um, implement the culture and their vision kind of like chick-a-fil-a i just watched their story over the years and i remember them in the malls and then like just over the years they've expanded at their rate and they have a very strict model and they don't oversaturate and yet they're like when it comes to chicken and service i mean it's just bar none there's just not there's not a fast food chain that i've ever been to that even scratches the surface as far as what you get at that place. And so it's just a testament to like, they haven't changed their culture. They've come in under fire for many things, right? That's right. That's I mean, right. everybody's tried to destroy them and That's they've right. tried to ridicule them. And at the end of the day, they're like, they're still who they are and they still make great chicken. And guess what? People still line up by the droves. Why? Because they kill it. I mean, they absolutely rush it no matter where you go they're knocking lines out i've never seen a streamlined business like they run like the most expensive restaurants in the world and right. they, they pay their they pay their employees probably I, i'm assuming like probably average wages you know i don't even know maybe they pay them a lot better but it's insane how they operate i'm always amazed yeah i think they did that and they consistently do that just like you said because they keep their core value and their culture and people understand that and you either like it or you don't, but you still eat the chicken because you know, they got a, you know, they got a base line culture and value system there. And so it, it doesn't matter if you like their core value or their, their, uh, or their base or whatever, you still continue to go there because they have a good product. And I think a lot of us tend to go away from our core values and our baseline because we think, well, what if they don't like us? Or, you know, that's what social media has done to this world is everybody's looking for acceptance. And if you're a good company, 
it doesn't matter because you'll find the right, and you talk about this all the time, man, finding the right people, finding the people that understand your culture and understand your value and are willing to work with you in your culture and in your value system. And I think, I think of a lot of us just fall off that wagon. Look like it happened to Starbucks. It looks like hopefully maybe they'll come back around and they'll start building their culture again. But chicken filet is, uh, or Chick-fil-A has done that so well and they have been through their battles and, and they just don't, they're relentless on, Hey, we don't care what you think. And we don't care what you're going to do to us because these are our core values. This is our base and we'll get our fans. And that's, that's cool because I, I, I mean, you, you constantly tell me that all the time. Hey, we're going to get our fans. We don't need everybody. We don't, we don't have to, uh, you, you know, please everybody. We don't have to, uh, make sure everybody likes us because we'll find the right people, the right people for our system and our model and our values and our culture. And those are the people that will help create wealth. And so that's, that, that, that's pretty cool that, you know, Chick-fil-A has done a lot of that, you know, and I kind of want to go over what our values are here at Great Way. And cause we have some really uh, strong core values. And I think um, some people's, People don't like us because of it. And that's okay because as long as we stay on our core values, we'll bring the right people. And you know, our, so we're going to talk about our first one and that's, you know, God, God first in all things. We believe that if you put God first in all things, things work out, um, uh, you, you know, for, for the glory of us, uh, you, you know, if you, if you, if you give God the glory, then he'll, he'll give you what you need, I think. And that's kind of a, you know, strong one for us. And I know I've lost, um, agents and and um uh, i've lost clients because of that but that's okay because uh, i think if you lean towards god and that's one of our values and if i don't i think if you know i'll go over the three of them but i had uh i tell you a little story i had a uh, a couple agents approach me one uh yeah it was probably about a, about two years ago and they came into my office and said hey luke i've tried to recruit these last three agents into the company and, um, you know, they love everything we offer. They love our, our systems and our tools and our, and our partnership program we offer with our wealth share. And they love everything about us. They love us. Uh, but they will not work for us unless you take God off the window. And, um, you know, it was a real, real turning point for me because I remember, you know, when God would say, uh, you know, his disciples, Hey, you're going to reject me three times today. And, and he, and he said, no, I'm, I'm not going to reject you, God. I mean, you're my buddy where you, I'm your disciple. I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody about you. And, and he says, no, you're, you're going to do that three times today. You're going to do that to me. And what happened is he did it three times. And, and, um, and so, and so it was weird. Cause I had just read that scripture, like right before the, these agents approached me. And I said, you know what? Uh, it gave me the baseline to say, Hey, you know, what? I'm not going to, uh, turn away from that. That's my core values. That's our culture. That's our value system. And I don't really care what they think. If, the, if they don't agree with our core values, it's not a good place for them to be here anyways. And so, right. so that was kind of a, a cool story that um, I, I'll always remember that when I, when I had those agents approach me, because the turning point was you have to stand strong, no matter what society tells you what's right and wrong. If those are your true core values, then you don't budge, right? So there's some things we can budge on, right? Some different things come in. Maybe well, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and move, switch the, the tempo on that, and maybe we won't do that present. You know, there's certain things in our business, right, that you can that you can kind of maneuver around and switch. But the core values, I'm telling you guys, 
those are the things that you just don't budge on. And, and, and that was really important to us. So why don't you talk about the next one, Chad? Yeah. So, uh, unless you got anything to say about that family. Yeah. So just, just to back up really before we get into that, Luke. Um, yeah. and the thing is, is like, you know, it's, it's, if you have, if you have a good product and the people have a sound mind, you don't have to agree upon everything for them to actually be a little bit part of your tribe. Right. It's like people that are believers that don't uh, line up with Starbucks values. She could still go drink Starbucks and the same thing with Chick-fil-A. And so it's like, you know, if they're so divisive that they have to choose a side, then that's okay. It's like they could be on that side, right? right? But people will still, it's like saying you wouldn't buy Amish wood, right? Like the Amish are good, for, we're known for crafting wood. Right. It's like, no, nah, because they're Amish, we're not buying from them. No, they still have great product. And it's some of the best in the world. So it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, you're still going to get people that'll be like, we're okay, we accept you for, this is America. Like you can accept people for having a different opinion, right? And if they Absolutely. line up and if they're still okay with doing that, great. And if they're not, great. But you shouldn't sacrifice just to appease them, you know, at the end of the day. So, yeah, good point. Yeah, on the yeah, second one. Point. That was a great point, dude. Yeah. And, and so on, on the second one um, is, is, is family, right? And so uh, at the end of the day, like you said, everything starts off with God, but then there's, there's family. And that's one of the biggest things uh, culturally we're really working towards, especially down here in Arizona. I've been really key on having lived a, a, commission, a commission life my whole life, working for myself. I've been an entrepreneur since second grade. I've been commissioned since I was, since I was 19. And I've lived this, this mantra, this whole hustle mantra, that's a joke, right? People that hustle are amateurs, okay? Real professionals, real people have wealth, they leverage, right? And um, the problem with, you know, the commission, like I've done big commission, run around with my head cut off, is the old mantra, you're only good as your last sale. Well, when you work in the commission serve business, you're, you're full retail, you're, you know you got you know you to work a lot. And, the only, like, and you're only good as your last sale. As soon as you sell something, you're broke because that is the lifeline, especially if you're 100% commissioned. But what it's done, you know, up uh, all these years is I thought that, you know, I could build it backwards, right? Like, well, if I made up enough money, I'd have enough time. Or if I made enough for this, or if I did that, then I'm going to have enough time for this or that, right? And you run into this, it's a, you're always a hamster on a wheel. And so the thing is, is like, if you don't build it with family first, you're designing it backwards, right? It's putting the heart before the, the horse. If you, if you put these other pieces, again, if you put God to the back or you put family to the back, and the thing is, you're just designing the vehicle wrong. And so you're going to run into a lot of problems because can you course correct during time? Yeah, I mean, I'm course correcting now, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 45 now. And for over 25 years, well, not 25, because I started changing my direction here with you guys and years ago. But it was, but up until that point, I was running this race that was ineffective. And I always thought it was going to be, well, when I do this and when I get that, and the reality is if you don't do it now, it'll never happen, right? Because you, like I always talk about with the, our, our agents, like you don't want to be like the great Deion Sanders and you show up at the Super Bowl and then you, and you win and then you look around and you go, that's it. And that's going to be you and your family. Like I've, I've talked to too many older guys that were in the car business. What I originally was from was like, dude, don't miss out. Don't be like me. You're like, they don't even know their kids. Like they knew their kids once they got old. 
Right. And like they finally had a relationship in their 20s or 30s, and then their kids are jacked up to her, whatever. And they're like, man, I missed everything. I was working so damn much from ding to dong, especially in the car business. We call it ding to dong from nine to nine, from you know nine in the morning till nine at night. And yep. it's like, you got to build it the other way because um, if you like, one of my mentors says, if you won't write for one, you won't write for a hundred. Well, if you won't do it now for your family, you won't ever do it. That's right. right? So you might as well do it at the beginning where it's the, the hardest, where you can establish the work ethic, where you can establish, you don't want to be like me, where you're having to break the mold and break old habits. And then it feels weird. And I understand now I'm going through a, a period in my life where, um, where I understand why people go back to jail. I understand why addicts go back to addiction and I'm understanding a lot of things because you start patterns and when you start breaking patterns, it feels weird and you don't want to end up like that. Like getting, you would say, why wouldn't a guy feel like, why would he want to stay out of jail? Because all he's ever known is, is conflict and chaos. Why do men go back into war for a second tour? Because they psychologically have learned hate and how to kill. And like, you're like, that's insane. But that's what the mind does. It gets caught in a time frame, and it, it can be hell to break loose. And so the one thing you don't want to do is if you have an opportunity, you're younger on this podcast, is you don't want to get into these, 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 you know, these, these cycles and, and have to break and fracture and like remold the piece because it's twice as hard. And um, so definitely you want to, you know, put your family first now, because if you don't, it'll, it'll never happen later. That's right, man. There's a lot of, I hear a lot of stories. And, and even when we were kids, man, my parents had to work three, four jobs to, to, uh, to put food on the table. And, and, you know, we did foster care and stuff. And so we had uh, kids in our house all the time too, that we would help. And, and, and my parents would raise them too. And they had to work to, to, to feed us all. Right. And, and so I, and I know they look back at that and think, man, I wish we would have been able to spend more of that time with them uh, for, you know, instead of working all the time. And it's not that they didn't put our, their, their family first cause they did, but they had to do it in a different way. Right. So Family first means means a lot of things, but you, what you don't want to get caught up is is just like you said, man, working nine to nine and and never seeing it. And life goes by so fast. I've got three kids now, and I've blinked my eyes, and they've they're like they've grown in years, right? And so it's been nice to really understand what taking care of your family means. You know, God first, then family second, because it it I'm able to spend time with them and do the things that. You know, it's as simple as this, Chad. When I, you know, I got a boy and he says, Hey dad, let's go play catch. Well, my, my first, my first answer is, Oh no, honey, I can't right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of doing, a, you know, some work. And then I take, and then about three seconds later, I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? Your boy asked you to go play football with them. You can take a 15 or a 20 minute break and put them first before your business, right? Because we're going to go into that next and business will be the last one. Because if you take care of what's important, God, family, and then business, it's great, right? So it's, you know, you get off the couch and you go, you go spend that time with them for 15 minutes. It's not going to kill you, right? So it's, it's making sure you can do those things and put your family first. Because when you're old and you're sitting in your rocking chair by yourself, because you've worked your butt off your whole life. What, what have you accomplished? Nothing. 
right? It's relationship. Right. It's a, it's about the relationships that you continue to have with your kids, right? So God and then family, right? Family's important. And the last one would be business. Running your business properly will take care of your financial needs and all your commitments, right? And so if you just focus on our business, all these financial things that we never, never thought we could have or always wanted vacations, paying your bills, buying investment properties, and just doing life so you feel complete will, will, will be successful. And the way you do that, and a lot of us don't, is understand your business, right? A lot of us get into business. A lot of us get into real estate. We don't really understand how we can grow and what we can fully do with what we have in front of us. And so we just kind of, we just, just like you always say as well, throw them against the wall. It's like a piece of spaghetti and, hopefully, and maybe it'll stick, right? Well, I think a lot of us run our business like that. We throw these ideas on the wall and if they stick, great. If not, we go to the next idea or we, we don't really spend the time to really understand. And you're teaching me a lot of this is, well, Luke, you threw it against the wall. It didn't stick. Well, let's, instead of moving on to the next thing, let's figure out why it didn't stick. What was, what was the issue on why it didn't work and really understand why the things you're spending so much time on in your business, why aren't they working? And if, and if I truly, if you understand your business and can figure those things out, then your business is so much more successful. And if you have a successful business, you talked about leverage, you learn and you understand how to leverage some things out um, that help other people that, that, that can help you and, and it'll just make your business mo so much more effective. And then you can take care of your family even more, right? And, 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 and which is great, you know? So I think running a, you know, God, family, then running your business correctly is, 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 is an extremely uh, important culture baseline for, for Great Way. Um, you know, what do you have to say about like the business stuff? What have you, because I know you've been in the car business for, uh, you know, be in your, in your past life. And, mm -hmm. and, and you had to figure out how to run that properly, Chad, you did a great job of doing that, man. You did, you, you took care of your family. You were able to, to build a great, great business. You went from sweeping the, the floors there to a general manager, right? I mean, you understood the business philosophy and you understood how to grow your business to that next level and get to where you needed to, needed to go. And I think that's a really important too, because a lot of people think, well, if I can't start at the top, then I'll never be at the top. Well, that's not true. It's because you don't understand how to run the business properly. And, and Chad, you were a great example of that. You've done that before, man. And, and so I admire you for that. So, you know, what are some of your thoughts on, you know, we've talked about God, we've talked about family and what are your thoughts on, on running a great business? You know, I, I think um, when it comes to running a business is, is you just have to be humble. You know, you have to be humble and you have to become a seeker. And I mean, for as much as businesses I have ran, um, I, I'm still just not even scraping the surface of understanding how to run a business, right? Yep. And it's, it's because I'm humble. And so, you know, a lot of times it's easy, like you said, to, to look and say, well, it failed because of this person or that person. Uh -huh. Well, maybe it failed because of me or the systems. Maybe it was the right idea, but the wrong systems. Or, you know, like you said, you got you to gotta kind of look at it. And, um, you know, one of my mantras has always been, you know, it's okay to be a copycat if you, if you copy the right cat. And I think if you take 
if you design the business first in mind with God family business, you can design. The nice thing is, is you, you got the pieces that you can design around first. Whereas in the mistakes I've made in the past, it was business. And then really, you know, you could probably flip flop, sure. you know, God and family back and forth all the time. Right. Yep. And it, it was, it was hard to, you know, it's hard to build a business. Well, you can't build a business that way, but if you right. build the other way, you can put those pieces in, but it's becoming hum, you know, like you said, humble and be willing to look at like, you don't know it. You don't know everything. And in looking for, not the new shiny object, which is easy because we all get caught on that. Right. But it's really, it's really diving down and going, you know, whether you like the guy you're studying or mentoring, like there's a lot of people in business that I probably don't like or football and things like that, but I really respect their skill, their skill set. And so it's like, well, what are they doing? And, and like, not just what are they doing, like not watching the show, but figuring out how the shows perform. Right. And so that's, you know, I've taken it, you know, a step further in, in my stuff and rather than reading more books, I'm trying to master a book and I'm just trying to like, just take a book and just pound it till it's like, you know, till it's really, you know, beaten up. And yeah. so the things is, is like, stay humble and try not to grab too many things, but focus on one idea. And that's something we've done recently, you know, in our business, me and you together is we started out 2020 a little bit before that, we mapped out a game plan for 2020 and we were just grabbing onto too many things at once. And then the best thing we ever did was just focus on one thing. And, and, and I might've mentioned this before in the past, I was listening to one guy and this is, this is the thing. You got to listen to people. You got to listen to podcasts. The average person that listens to a podcast makes over a hundred thousand dollars. So if you want to know what success is, listen to what other people do because they drop killer nuggets. And this guy said, you know, um, he had a program and the guy says, well, can you guarantee me it'll work? I bought another stuff. My wife doesn't believe in me. And you, you see, cause he bought another products and it didn't work. And the guy said, the problem is, is you haven't become good at one thing. And he's like, and that's why you're not good at anything. That's right. And so that's what we had to, we had to put, we had to reevaluate and we were trying to build the, you know, like we were trying to build spaceship one, right? Or about it, like this huge <laughs> mega, like the love boat, like some cruise ship. And at the end of the day, we had to kind of back the bus out and said, you know, we're not ready to build a, you know, we a, a cruise ship. We didn't need the love boat. We needed the SS metal, right? Like right. we needed something smaller that would get right. us like we could navigate. And that's what we did. And um, since doing that, obviously we, we've expanded greatly here in Arizona it's exploded yep. because we brought our thing is, and that was the thing that was really humbling ourselves and saying, look, let's become good at great one thing. Let's study what the masters are doing. And then let's, let's, let's take what's working and make it even better. And then, you know, kind of go from there. And so that's probably one of the biggest thing is, is, is getting, you know, organized on your strategies and mapping it out and sticking to it and not jumping to other things. Um, and that, that's probably, like I said, study success. So, um, it's probably a business. It's one of the, probably the best things I can say is like, you know, get, get organized, get your cane plan together and map, map it out and then stick to it. Yeah, that was great, man. Mapping it out is a big thing. Um, and I'll leave them with this. Hey, if you like what you're hearing though, 
please subscribe or, or reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear from any of you guys out there or, you, you know, subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to this on a podcast, subscribe to that and, and, and please rate us. But let me end with this. So remember fans come in all different types of people. So remember to stay true to your values, right? People that you, that you meet in life. Um, and we call them fans because, you know, I have lots of fans out there and I'm fans of, of other people. Right. So, but you really need to make sure that you stay true to your core values, you guys. And that's, that's what's going to make you and really set you apart from everybody else's stand to those values, understanding, first of all, what your values are, and then taking those and building a culture around that. So, um, Chad, it's been great, man. I love, love talking to you. I love seeing you. And, um, I think we, we, I think this is a great episode, man. So I hope, uh, I hope all you guys enjoyed this episode as well. And, uh, we will see you on the next one soon.